and we're ready to go. He stands up and gets something, does something. I realized how bad my my backdrop looked. Just an undone bed, just like fucking. There you go. We're good. I mean, at least it's not a mattress on the floor. Uh the box spring is broken for um ah. for for reasons I will not go into. It it just keeps breaking. <laughs> Do your best. <laughs> Jeff Hardy impression and Swanton under the mat. Just <laughs> going. <laughs> Remember when Jeff Hardy was like, like Matt Hardy was getting his shit pumped in the ring, and he comes down the fucking <laughs> just go with the intro. <laughs> he didn't give a single fuck about his brother. He just wanted to stunt the entire time. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> It was AEW like within the past year. Yeah, Matt Hardy is getting brutalized in the ring, and here comes Jeff just <laughs> dancing slowly down the ramp. I mean, when you hear that song, you get pumped, right? So it, it makes sense. It's true. <laughs> He's getting the fucking shit beat out of him, like curb stomped and everything. And then he just thinks, like, you know what? My brother's in trouble, but you know, I got to stunt on these hoes first. Get him. These people, the attention they deserve. God. It was like one on both sides and sprints in the fucking ring. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Doogie Steak Podcast. Can you tell we have nothing to talk about? It's been a slow couple of days in the world of hockey, but we're back again to talk about all two things that happens. I am here, obviously, with Mr. Endo Mills. Hi. Endo, how are you? I'm good. I saw someone <laughs> I saw someone on Twitter um, make, a, make a, a video claiming to be Morgan Freeman blasting Joe Biden on some sort of thing. And it was a white guy using Morgan Freeman's face as like a face app kind of thing. And I'm like, is this considered blackface or what? Virtual blackface via yeah. deepfakes. We've we've made it. <laughs> Aside from that, I'm good. How are you guys? <laughs> Sen is also here, Mister for the win. Uh, no internet issues so far. I jinxed no. it. Let's see what happens. No, I well, I, I think it was honestly just because we had a, a another minor storm, and California's been in a drought for so long that we can't handle them. But yeah, no, it's yeah. everything's been good since that day. Um, I yeah, I changed not my provider, but I changed the uh, the package that I had and stuff. I actually have faster internet now for less money because you know how like mm. internet companies are always changing packages and they never tell you, and uh -huh. like yeah. all of a sudden, like you could be like, oh, I can get more internet for cheaper. Shit, sin. Yeah. I'm well aware. You know, I was charged for two internet lines for the whole entire fucking year. I remember my that. Bill how two thousand dollars. How do you was not notice that? Um, because. It should have been done entirely. So what, what happened was uh, when the router was returned, it should have done it like by the switch automatically. You wouldn't have to worry about it. And then suddenly it was like, hey, you aren't paying for the line. We're going to shut down your entire internet. I'm like, okay, what the fuck? And then they finally credited me in my entire internet. And they were like, hey, come back. We'll give you a better package. And I'm like, I don't know how you can give me a better package. I have unlimited internet. I have gigabit when like no one else in my area has gigabit. So. Now, my question is, how did you not notice bank account wise? Because my bank account is like a father and a thermostat. If it changes by even just one, 
I don't think he had auto pay on. Um, he said you know, he had a debt, you know what right? happened? I the car that was on the account was expired, yeah. and they that didn't tell me. And get any notification, no phone call, no email, no nothing. And then just randomly one day, hey, your internet's out. I'm like, oh, okay. Like right in the middle of a broadcast with a right before a broadcast with a sports gamer. That was a hmm. perfect timing. Fun, fun. Yeah. Saint, when we lost you on the last show, I had to kind of edit around it because none of your audio saved, unfortunately. Yeah, I know. That's, that's the, when, it, when I got that notification. That's what usually happens. Yeah. Well, as I mentioned, we have a shortage of things to talk about. So I wanted to bring you back to a question from last week when your internet cut out. And you missed a lot, by the way. Endo and I got to talk about McDonald's mascots for a while. Um, that was fun. Shout out to fucking Grimace O'Shaughnessy or whatever the fuck the Irish version of Grimace was called. Um, <laughs> you could have just went to Olan or whatever. Yeah. Um, we were talking about street hockey or floor hockey. Mm-hmm. And given we have nothing else to talk about, <laughs> aside from well, a couple other things we could probably touch up on just to get your thoughts on it. Um, your answer to that lovely question of street hockey or floor hockey. Yeah, a couple of years ago, it would have been street hockey. Um, but after experiencing uh, floor ball in Finland or at Selu, as they call it there, um, eh, it's floor ball, 100%. <laughs> like, amazing. It's just like it's, you know, enclosed, more kind of competitive. It's less casual. Like it's it's right up my alley, M- much different. And it takes a bit getting used to. And your legs hate you when you go so long without playing. And then you play it because you're not, you know, you don't use those muscles constantly. Like I do cardio every time I'm in the gym, but apparently it's not the same muscle group using the elliptical as fucking running around. So, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, but for me, and I know this is different for many people, street hockey for me, we always use rollerblades. And I guess a lot of people didn't do that, but we were always on rollerblades and had like, you know, hockey team jerseys on. We had my buddy's dad played ice hockey. And so he whenever he'd get like new goalie pads because he was a goalie, he would give us the old ones. So we had fucking legit like goalie pads to use out there on the street. It was so amazing. Now here's the question though. Was the goalie wearing rollerblades too or no? Um sometimes they did, other times they didn't. Yeah, because the one thing is, you know, like for, for hockey, you obviously goalies have different set of skates. For roller, they it's have the same they thing. have them in yeah, yeah. yeah like I, know. Smaller, I, I played roller in high school. Yeah, it's 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 so weird. It's I flat. remember a few yeah, a few years ago as um as a rental, there was a skate that we had to do outdoors and it was roller. I didn't have any roller wheels or like just wear your shoes, whatever. And they're playing with the ball on the, on actual um, ice. Cause they're the, the ortho rinks over here when they're done, they're like paved over anyway. So when it's spring season, you just play out there instead. And it was a lot of fun. There's the one thing I do want to try are the, the actual roller tile stuff, like the, the outdoor, like court tile. I haven't had a chance to do that yet in the city. Cause there's like no locations that do. Sin as well from the last show. We talked about briefly the news that ESPN Films is going to do a 30 for 30 on the 2011 Vancouver riots. Do you have any thoughts on that? Just the riots? I'm sure they're going to talk about the game, but yeah, the riots are the big focus. Do you have a particular thought? 
Yeah, I hope they show the picture of that chick getting finger blasted in the street. <laughs> That's an iconic, iconic picture. Oh my oh, god. god! I told I told uh, Tugi last week that that couple's not together anymore. You know that? I mean, it's like twelve years later. It'd be yeah, I know, but like love is dead. The, yeah. yeah. You can't get finger we went through a, We went through a, a panini. We're still in a panini. You know, a lot of things happened. Fair enough. <laughs> People died. People died. They drifted apart. Where did all the workers go? Oh, I don't know. Six feet under. <laughs> Sorry. USA. And, and they re- USA. Retired. Retired. <laughs> You're dead. Retire. <laughs> Uh, so with that we'll get to some viewer questions for this week gotta be honest you guys let us down a little bit but that's okay also want to mention as always this podcast and can you believe i forgot to mention it last time this podcast is brought to you by our lovely friends at manscaped.com you can go to manscaped.com and use the code doogie that's t-o-u-g-i-e for 20 percent off your order and free shipping manscaped.com the best tools for the job take care of yourself treat yourself right Heading into the summer. It's almost there. I say that. It's the end of March. It snowed here yesterday. Um, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, it's still snowing in Finland, too. But it is getting lighter. Yeah, but I, I could I could go to the hospital and not be in debt for the rest of my life there, so it's better. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. You, you can put you up with... You the... won't be in debt, period. <laughs> <laughs> you can put up with the cold when, you know, it's a properly run country. Yeah, definitely. God damn it. The amount of consideration in the past week and a half from me to be like, I I want to move there. <laughs> I'm going. I'm just simply going. It's going to be awesome. Oh, I mean, you already God. have like a second life over there, essentially. Yeah. 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 I'm learning about the Finnish politics, which is pretty amazing. Did you guys know they have six political parties? Yes. How imagine. great is that? Yeah. Actual choices. Did you know that they've had multiple? You know that saying the audacity they've had multiple women leading government. Actually, five out of the six major parties are led by women. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Women. Guess which one isn't run by a woman? (laughs) The the very, very far right one called True Finns. Oh, I was going to say a bad joke. The, the Texans. Of Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. That far right party is still very green. They're, they're mm. st- they believe in climate change. And although they kind of drift a little towards eco fascism, where they're like, hey, it's, it's, no it's one can come here because environments. It's no, a horseshoe, horseshoe. That's why. Horseshoe is a fallacy. Horseshoe is a fallacy. I'm going to shove my horseshoe up your fucking ass. Manscaped, Manscaped, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and before I go in there, you want to clear yourself with some Manscaped. Use that ball deodorant because I don't want to, you know, experience any non... It just fell in the trash. Manscaped, promo code Tuki. With that, we'll get to some viewer questions here. Uh, starting off, RG Dust. Who is going to win the Pacific Division? Not Seattle. the San Jose Sharks. I don't know. You never know. They're going to win out the fucking season and screw themselves. Yeah. So the last the last show for the Sharks, we got to talk about the fact that they had been struggle busing. And now, of course, by the time we get to this show, they're kind of screwing around a little bit. Um, the Vegas Golden Knights are number one in the Pacific right now. 
Um, they are playoff bound. Also, shout out to Jack Eichel, who had the fifth most career games played among active players who have yet to appear in the playoffs. The other four. Tell me if you notice a theme. Jeff Skinner, Rasmus Ristolainen, Zemgus Gergensens, and Jake <laughs> McCabe. Do you notice the theme, gentlemen? The trash. <laughs> They're all trash. It's nothing um, to do with Buffalo. They're all trash. <laughs> Buffalo slug blues. Trash. Oh, God. Behind them, two points back. Vegas do have a game at hand. The Edmonton Oilers on 97 points. Worth noting for the Oilers, Connor McDavid scored his 300th career goal. Shorthanded, of course. Um, and also, shout out to Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Uh, he now has 96 points on the season. A huge amount of them are on the power play. But he is four points away, obviously, with seven games left from getting one of the like quietest 100-point seasons ever. Yeah, I didn't um, realize he was doing that good. Like, I figured, yeah, point yeah. in the game. Nope, way above. And the Oilers could become the first team with three 100-point getters since 1996. Jesus. The Pittsburgh Penguins, I'd ask you, but I did write it down. Mario Lemieux, Yermir Yager, and Ron Francis all had at least 100 points. So, Yeah, I knew. Yeah, I, I probably would have been able to guess that, honestly. Because I, yeah. I had a starting lineup Ron Francis action figure. There you go. Uh, and then in third in the division on 96 points, the L.A. Kings. Don't have a really fun fact about them at the moment, but, you know, unfortunately, Seattle's fallen a little bit too far back. They're really kind of in that wild card spot. Um, but, yeah, it's down to Vegas, Edmonton and L.A. I have to be honest, it'd be fucking hilarious for the L.A. Kings to win that division. It would be funny. I got to hand it to Edmonton, though. Yeah. And honestly, I... People have been talking like all the time about how like how the Pacific has been weaker and stuff like that. They're doing better than the Central, at least the top top teams. Yes, like correct. every the top three besides the top LA, three in the Central: Minnesota, Dallas, Colorado, ninety-seven, ninety-four, and ninety-four points. Yeah, and Vegas ninety-nine, Edmonton ninety-seven, LA ninety-six. Yeah. Like. And then we have the top wild card in the Pacific, too. So, like, everyone keeps saying the Pacific is so much weaker, but it's, like, clearly not. Right. No, is, I agree. Yeah. I mean, there was that brief moment where it did have that switch. I think a big part of it's California. Because for years, Endo mm -hmm. knows this as a Leafs fan. I know it as a Bruins fan. Man, those California fucking road trips. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Like, that. it was a death march. Yeah. Having the Sharks, the Kings, the Ducks. That was the consecutively. Gauntlet. You were just like, well, if we can get one win, that'll be pretty good. And yeah. that's what it was for almost a decade. Yeah, straight up. Like from like probably 05 to 2015. Like that was the gauntlet. That's what it yeah. is now. I mean, remember, the, the Leaves had their last trip and it got so bad they wanted to fire Keith. That's true. <laughs> Reminder, <laughs> yeah. About yeah, they got like three points and a possible six, and then they wanted the fire fire Southern Keith. I did it for the meme, but just in general, they just wanted to get rid of him like immediately after that. So yeah, I I don't know. Well, I, I'm rooting for LA. I I kind of agree with Sin. Like Edmonton would have to. Yeah. I mean, even though here's the fun. Vegas has a game in hand with two point lead though, so like they're yes. still the favorites. But I would love to see Edmonton just 
Because I want to see Connor McDavid hit 150. I want to see Nuge hit 100. Like, I want them to go off in these last games. Yeah, Vegas 7-2-1 in their last 10. Edmonton is 8-1-1 with three wins in a row. And then LA is 6-2-2. They've lost two games in a row. But still, like, tremendous, tremendous form pretty much across the board. Um, To mention it, though, I mean, the, the Sharks update, you know, we kind of kind of mentioned that a minute ago in Winning terms streak. of points percentage <laughs> the sharks are now the fourth worst team in the league uh two five and three in their last 10 with two straight wins they are one point above the ducks three points above columbus who have a game at hand and three points clear of chicago who are currently Bad. dead last it's just that's just these two wins were probably the worst possible thing to have happen, especially considering who yeah. we beat Winnipeg. Yeah. Who shit the bed. We shut they them have out. Been, though, like that's Winnipeg. been a huge yeah, thing out of nowhere that we haven't really gotten a chance to talk about. The Winnipeg Jets five and five in their last ten, two losses in a row. Out of nowhere, it's like, oh, Winnipeg, what are you doing? Um, because they are in that second wild card spot. Calgary, Calgary, same amount of games played, only two points back. Nashville's three points back with a game at hand. The Jets might have fumbled the bag. So I'm intrigued to see what happens. So are the Sharks. Then we beat Vegas. Like part of me is like awesome. But then it's like, God damn it. (laughs) So first of all, we get to overtime. I'm like, oh, here we go again. Get a loser point. But then they get the extra point. So like my, my, my Sharks heart was so fucking torn. I'm like, fuck Vegas. But also... (laughs) But on the bright side, Thomas Bordelos, 2-0 against Vegas in his career. And Henry <laughs> Thrun, man, two points Dude. in his debut. Dude, I'm excited about him. Worth a third. Mm-hmm. Like, worth a third. He's looking like a really good two-way D-man, man. Like, mm-hmm. still, lim- like- Obviously, NHL-wise, limited sample size. But again, we, we talked about his Harvard numbers when this trade happened and if mm-hmm. they'd be able to sign him. Uh, he was over, he had 32 points in 35 games last year. And this year, captain at Harvard, 31 points in 33 games. Again, as a defenseman. Mm-hmm. That's promising. Yeah. Very, very Did promising. Did we want to sign with Anaheim? We got him. We got him signed immediately. It's, I think it's just two years. And I think the first one counts for this year. So it's it really does, just yes. a one-year deal. And that's a little yeah. scary. But, hey, man. How old you think? Was he at 22, I believe? Yes. Um, he is 22 years old. And, yes, he has this year and next will be an RFA at the end of the deal yeah. um, where he'll only be 24 years old, <laughs> 24, 25. Um, yeah. And that's promising. And that type of deal is structured for him to just be able to be like, okay, play me. Mm-hmm. And if he proves himself, then yeah, once that deals up, like, yeah, you're going to get a decent little contract there. So it's, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> you know, all the sharks are missing. Is a number one or number two overall pick in this year's draft. Dude, I know. And, like, we probably just screwed ourselves out of it. Unless we get a little bit of luck. I, I Like I said, I would, like, I don't, if I don't, if we don't get Bedard, fine. But Fantilli would be amazing. Um, mm. But, yeah, we just, uh, fumbling the bag a little bit. We need some other teams to win some games now, which uh, sucks. It's like, you know, what? if you're at the end of the season trying to make a playoff push, you're counting on other teams to, like, have certain performances. Yeah, that's never a good place to find yourself in. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we're going to, at this point, we're going to need a little bit of lottery luck. 
little bit. Like, it's going to be in the last gonna... place team is fine because you can't go past three. You're a top three guaranteed. I would. That's what I wanted. Like pipe dream Bedard, but top three guaranteed. And now that's far, far from a guarantee. It's true. And I mean, obviously, like this is this is the draft. I mean, yeah, you know, top three bare minimum would typically be great because Bedard, Fantilli, Michkov. We don't really know what's going to happen with Michkov. So that could be the one saving grace for a Sharks fan, for example, is if you guys ended up fifth or sixth, there's a chance he'll still be there because there's a big unknown about him. Um it is a very good draft though in that yeah. in that top 10 it's it's yeah like I'm, i am glad that it's still very solid in the top 10 but you i want i want one of those franchise players right we understandable yeah <laughs> um worth noting too uh only because we mentioned the western conference i'll bring it up now um uh, it's reported that jonathan taves is going to play on saturday uh for the first time in a long time is <laughs> the best way to describe it uh, just a couple of days ago there was the word of like oh has he played his last game and well now for the first time since uh january 28th uh he will uh be back in the lineup so um cool for him good Biggest get some wins mentioned. for the hawks Go yeah right get make the team better please. john Go right ahead please <laughs> you might make it worse actually who's to say no make it better some ways some ways Got to, got to take that shot. You know, it is what it is. Um, from our next question, from respectfully, suck my utter. Who can prevent forest fires? And I have an answer to this. White people with their gender reveal parties, they can prevent forest fires. <laughs> also, a rake. That's true. Take care of your fucking leaves. Break the leaves like Finland does or something. <laughs> Whatever the hell you said. Dude, hey, that is I... one of the that is one of the biggest jokes in Finland. Like the amount of people I've talked to, they're like, like, yeah, we love our forest so much, you know. I get out there with my my rake all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's someone who uh now with the the joys of home ownership in the last two years is someone who uh Loves a loves a good uh, two afternoons spent raking up leaves around the house. Fun, it's so. Why fun. why do you rake them? Uh because. <laughs> well, Is let's see if people let's see if people judge my future uh, father and mother in law. Um, bag the leaves, put them around the house for extra insulation, like around where the basement would be. Oh, okay. <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> I usually just leave them because they're biodegradable. Smart. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm, leave them. And I'm lazy. <laughs> Fuck off, but... Tuki. <laughs> Love you. Uh, I was like, as long as you're not just throwing, like, put... the thing that bugs me is when people rake their leaves, put them in plastic bags, and, like, throw them out. That's the most. Yeah. USA. USA. <laughs> it's like, the, the leaves are good. They're nutrient rich. They degrade into the ground. They act as fertilizer, natural other things. And yeah, I, yeah. Anyway, anyway, the environment, everybody. Don't mind the environment. Me. Don't be stupid when it comes to the environment. From Starkilled, who do you think is winning the cup this year? I got a question for you. Why not wait three weeks until we know who's in the playoffs for sure? 
I know who's winning the cup this year. The President's Trophy winning Boston Bruins, baby! Bruins! Oh! It's <laughs> <laughs> the most uh... obnoxious fucking video. <laughs> what was that, Endo? <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> God. That is the God. best video. It is. It is. God damn it. Um, from Scroopy Noopers, question for the podcast. Uh, NHL 18 Hartford Whalers franchise was the first of Toogie series that I watched. Which of his franchises hold a special place for you? Well, Scroopy, I'm going to tell you something. Go fuck yourself. None of them. My it, yes. franchises hold a special place for me. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is difficult when you make content that's that niche to then also still watch and support other people's series. It's very difficult. And, you know, Sin and I have been friends for six years now. I'm going to be honest. I've never watched one of your NHL series all the way through. (laughs) Like, but I've watched watched your NBA series all the way through. I watched the fuck out of Torf, obviously. It's just, it it can't be NHL. I cannot watch NHL content while I play it and also Mm -hmm. make content for it. And Correct. also watch hockey. It's it's it just cannot happen. But let me yep, I'll yeah. tell you my franchise mode that I've made that's uh special to my heart. It is my NHL 17 Montreal Canadiens one. Hmm. Because that really that was like my transition to being primarily a franchise mode streamer. Up until that point, be a pro was crushing it for me. And that was the one. We won five cups in ten years, one in year three, and then we did a Quick rebuild, traded Price, Pacioretty, and Weber. Everyone told me how unrealistic all those trades were. Lol. Um, <laughs> especially the Pacioretty one, which made me lol so much. Because legit, the year I traded him was the year he got traded in real life. Um, mm. Anyway, but yeah. And then we had a back-to-back cup win. Took a year off, kind of retooled. Then I had another back-to-back cup win to end it. It was the most legendary. It was like 76 parts. Because back then I would do uh one video for each playoff round because at the t- like i would do the tech sim but i don't do i've gotten tech away sim. from that too <laughs> yeah I, tech sim is just so brutal it's so different from calendar sim you can't build your team one way and then expect them to do anyway but yeah it was dude yeah that was that was a great series yeah i mean for me it's just like god we've both been doing this for so long um rebuilding hockey town with detroit always comes back to mind um, just because that was like 70, 80 episodes of just how many fucking cups can we win? It was kind of the last time I enjoyed just winning as opposed to the rebuild. Um, the other, the other big one is, I mean, the, the first two draft of glories, like the first one for sure was one that really helped the channel take off a little bit. Um, shout out to X tech again. He will never take credit, but, he helped get the word out about what I was doing, and that helped a lot. Uh, and then Draft of Glory Goon Squad, the first one, where again, Frederick McDonough, 92 overall out of the draft. Oh, yeah. Second overall, man. Wasn't he Second. 20? He was 20 years old, too, right? Yes, that was yeah, that was the year. That. Overagers were fucking OP, and the Sharks took somebody else first and gave him to me. It was, it was an all-timer. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of good memories for sure. Oh, um, man, I, th- I think I had and like I had a Philadelphia 
Flyers franchise mode. And I I picked up a franchise that's why I didn't have fully scouted. It was like it showed like top nine, maybe. But this was in the old draft system, so I can't remember exactly how it was. But it I don't know. Everything pointed at me. I drafted him. He was like 85 overall medium franchise <laughs> or yellow franchise as it was back then, I think. Hmm. <laughs> the glory days. Oh, man. Yeah. Like Sin said, I can't. Like we're gonna go back to it, but I, I can't watch NHL content. I just can't. I res- respect all the people who make stuff, like you guys, and I guess myself currently. But just, I don't know. Maybe because it's just boring now. Because it's the same thing over and over and over again. There's no like disparity between content creators. For example, if I watch one guy open up packs, it's the same thing as watching another guy open up packs. All RNG kind of thing. It's fair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll say too. Like, I used to be. Like die hard, and we we talked about this end though, right on the last show. Like in terms of like Steve Dangle podcast, day one for me, for years. Day an episode comes out, I'm gonna walk the dog. I'm gonna listen to the podcast. It's very difficult to listen to other hockey podcasts when we've already discussed basically the big topics in the hockey world ourselves. Mm. You know, I mean, it's nice to get other people's opinions on it, but it can just be very very difficult to follow up like that. So, um, not a not a bad question. I'll say, um, but yeah, that, I feel like that's that's common. Like it's if you're a content creator, whatever the hell you want to call it, you have friends that you support. But in terms of like following along on a day by day basis, if it's the same thing that you're doing, it's tough and yeah. nobody really blames one another for it. It's just kind of the way it is, like especially when it's a game like NHL and you have to be creative to make it more interesting. You know, it, it's easier too, right? Like yeah. if it's. Like it's for like so for sin I know for you right where it's like oh NBA MLB those are games that you don't play as much so it's like if I'm streaming them it's like oh okay cool and then you know with MLB you're just like yeah I'm probably gonna check it out type of thing so. yeah especially on the franchise side of things like when I play Madden I never touch franchise mode um I just play like a career mode or whatever which is yeah Madden franchise though man can be fun because of the draft it's it's the same thing it can be very fun. Yeah, no, I, I should actually try it sometime, but it's also super fun to watch your stream of it. And then, Hell yeah. Especially bro. when you go into the gameplay and just watch them play. Because the way football translates, watching a, watching computers play actually works. Like, it, it feels a little bit like real football. Whereas watching NHL 22 computers play each other is pain. It's fucking pain. It's, I will say, as I just recorded the franchise video last night, my rosters do help make it more interesting, though. Oh, that's good. <laughs> because the AI don't just straight line into the neutrals or into the slot and try to force stuff anymore. <laughs> really? That's good. They actually try to deke. It's it's great. I Yeah, I, I can't I can't give any spoilers because the video is not out yet, but uh, interesting stuff. So um, with that, we have like three other things to touch up upon here. Um, obviously, in the NHL, signing-wise, bunch of NCAA UDFAs are getting signed. Who the hell knows, right? Like That happens every year. Who the hell knows if anyone will actually be half-decent. Uh, but a big signing that did happen, the New York Rangers keeping one Philip Heatel uh, for the next four years at essentially $4.4 million, which good for the Rangers. That's a, that's a solid deal for a solid player who... Could probably end up getting paid 
I mean, granted, he was an RFA, but if that that's the type of player where if he he were to hit the open market, I think he would get significantly more than that. Um, so it's a pretty good deal for the Rangers, and obviously they are playoff bound this year. It's now just kind of a matter of can they take that next step type of thing. But yeah, good, good for the Rangers with one Filipino. Uh, the New Jersey Devils. This was this was an interesting stat for me here. Vitek Vanacek just became the second goaltender in Devils history to record a 30-win season. Martin Brodeur was, until this year, the only goalie to record 30 wins in a season with the New Jersey Devils. Not too bad, given that he was one, uh, Vanacek that is, he was one of two goalies where the AI, or where the AI, too much NHL talk. Um, yeah, there, he was just one of two goalies where Washington just said, ah, fuck it, you're gone. Like AI in NHL, uh, he and Samsonov just thrown away. And now, well, Samsonov's probably the starter for the Leafs in the playoffs, and Vanacek's going to be the starter for the Devils. Uh, in the playoffs. So shout out to him. And then John Tortorella's power move. um, He elected to not be behind the bench against Ottawa. Uh, He decided to watch the game from the press box with new GM, Danny Briere to one, get the perspective from watching uh, up top and to give Brad Shaw, an assistant coach, a chance to uh, coach. So John Tortorella just being like, I don't want to coach tonight. And the flyers like, ah, fuck it. Whatever. I feel like only John Tortorella could get away with that, basically. So, Probably. Shout out to uh shout out to that. And um well, hey. Um <laughs> I'll leave it up to you too. I I know what Endo just mentioned. I don't think we're gonna talk about it though. <laughs> I'm not. You guys can't just, let's just say kids. Don't don't idolize people you don't actually know all that well. Because you never know when a hero could actually be a gigantic piece of garbage. A not so great eight, if you will. There you go. Read between the lines on that. Gentlemen, do we have anything else or is this going to be one of our shortest podcasts of the year? <laughs> and anything at all. What no. do we got? I'm pushing for rookie of the year in XBS. That's it. There you go. <laughs> That's the way. With that, we'll wind it down. We will thank you all for listening and watching. Of course, we will be back next week. Endo, what do you got going on? I just got an email from EA about a question that went out in regarding World of Chell. So, oh, um, I don't know if it's going to be timed or linked to the podcast itself, too. But if you are a fan of World of Chell and NHL 23, and you want to somewhat give them information they're going to completely ignore at the end of the day. Uh, click the link uh, attached to my Twitter profile or possibly on the link to this podcast because it has some pretty good questions about, like, just how you feel about World of Chell and all the direction and stuff like that. Yeah, if you feel interested in doing that, do that. Uh, as for stuff that I'm doing, uh, nothing. I... I edit this guy's stuff, and then uh, that's that's pretty much it. That stream, maybe occasionally, I don't know. Not really sure. Fair enough. Sin or DW? What do you got going on? Same thing as always. 
Still making content. Still doing stuff. Giggity, giggity. Giggity, giggity. <laughs>